the Galtro Podcast, episode 145, listeners, child, thanks for tuning in. What's going on? How are ya? That's uh, Bill Burr. That's a Bill Burr imitation right there. For uh, those of you who aren't so cultured to have picked up on that right away. What's going on, man? Hope everyone's doing well. Hope you're all having a great week. It's uh, Thursday, the 21st of October by the time this pod's up. Got a little Champions League action to break down. Back from Paris. 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 Man, uh, it, was, it was an interesting trip. It was an interesting fucking time. We'll, uh, we'll maybe get into it a little bit this episode. Got some shit I uh, want to get off my chest. Some observations about the French in general. Um, we had a return to action this week in Serie A after the international break. So this will be fun. We got a great pod lined up for you guys. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. I'll see you guys on the other side. Till then, let's throw it over to Pino. Take it away. Bye, buddy. Let's go. Corteggiamento è un rito troppo spesso si finisce Che una donna ti tradisce E non mi importa se son bionde, non mi importa se son more A me basta che siano tonde e disposti a far l'amore Io da bambino veramente fui cacciato dalla scuola Perché la professoressa mi faceva molto gore Quando facevo il militare Poi la moglie del tenente mi faceva le moine Di una presa tra la gente Perciò bambina, se sono qui per te stasera È una fortuna Andiamo! Let's go folks! All right. Whoa. What's good? Okay, okay. Se non ti va, tu resti là. Pensa bene molto bene. All right, listeners, what's going on? What's going on? I always forget that I don't know the lyrics. I always forget that I, I don't know. It's it's weird. Isn't isn't that funny how there's a there's just so much of music that goes right over our head. We don't know most lyrics to songs. We just know words. You know, we wind up humming along half the time. We're so stupid. At least I am, man. That's me. I, I'm, I I fake my way through songs all the goddamn time. Hope you're all well, man. Listeners, welcome to episode number 145 of the Cultural Podcast. Sam and Damo coming at you. It's good to be back, guys. Got back uh, from Paris last week. It's great to be back potting. I think the last pod came out on a Friday, so... I don't know, kind of, we're, we're on a bit of an extended leave between pods here. I know it's been random, it's been random the past the past couple of months, sometimes it's been like 10 days between pods, sometimes it's been 5, you know, try to be weekly-ish, man, that's that's what I, that's what I, that's what I espouse now, is weekly-ish, I don't promise anything, hopefully it averages out to about 1 every 7 days over time. Um, Man, man, Champions League's interesting, man, isn't it? Champions League is very fucking interesting. I got so much to get off my chest here. I got so much to talk about. I don't even know how much we're gonna get through here, because I have so much to. I have so much I have on my mind. But you, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I'll be candid with you guys. I, I, I have less and less football that kind of naturally, ju- just, just, generally, I, I'd say on average, I have less football just coming into my brain that I want to discuss and the stuff that I want to rant about and rattle off or just observations or random shower thoughts or just things I want to things I have gripes about I guess really <laughs> I don't know just, just stuff from everyday life just observations and shit and I don't know to do with relationships and culture and I don't know just 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 human human interaction and I don't know, p- p- part of me feels like I should still talk about a lot of Italian football because of the name of the podcast but I don't know I guess I'm kind of, I'm not really asking permission. I'm just, I'm letting you guys know it may be, it may be a little more random going forward. You know what I mean? It'll be a bit of a mix of everything going on. But like, don't get me wrong. I still have a lot of um, stuff I, 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 I've I had on the brain about, about Calcio in recent, uh, in recent days and recent weeks. And I'd be remiss if I didn't start off with talking about Venezia, man. Because uh, wow, that, uh, it was it was it was interesting. It was interesting what happened this week. I have to say, I I I didn't quite expect it. I didn't I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that much out of them. I I was a little bit impressed. I was mildly impressed. I gotta say, just just, just a little a little a little a little flicker on the Richter scale. You know what I mean? Just a a little a little a little bit of a little bit of a, a little bit of um, geological activity was detected. You know what I mean? Between the tectonic plates on. Uh, on Sam's radar, I don't know. I don't even know if that makes sense. Is that is that is that an accurate? I mean, I have nobody here to fucking fact check me. Is that 
is that is that how the Richter scale works? I think it's based on geology. I'm not sure. Um. Oh my god, I I know so little. I know so little about <laughs> about anything. Like I, I I know so little about how stuff works about about different fields that impact the world and that impact us and how we live. Isn't that nuts? Like I just I I know so little. I mean I I, I shouldn't even be allowed to fucking talk into all my it's it's a crime that anyone's willing to listen to me really. It really is because I I'm just I mean I'm just I'm just this guy who rambles and who 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 just makes terrible bets. I make terrible bets. That it's going to be a theme of this week actually, I think. We got to start off with Venezia, man. I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about them. I think, you know what? Now, now listen, I was kind of backed into a corner where I had to do something a little bit I had to kind of roll the dice and do something a little bit fucked up just to just to see, you know, if they would bite because I figured I had nothing to lose. But let's be honest. I mean, that was a that was a bad bet on my part that I was that I was willing to that I was willing to you know commit to. That was that was quite the undertaking that I had that I had decided to embark on. I mean, look, uh follow us on all platforms, man, at Cultural Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter because you need to be up to date on everything that's going on on the pod and sometimes, you know, uh you may miss it. You may miss some news and you may miss what's been going on. So I'll fill you guys in in case you haven't been following what's been going on on social media the past week. I mean, I've been pretty I've been pretty vocal about you know, just just shitting on Venezia really over the past like several months because it's been so fun. It's been so easy because they're a newly promoted side who's trying to milk the city at cash cow clearly, but their team sucks. Right. And the Americans that they have working at the club are annoying as fuck and pretentious as fuck. And they're all preaching to the same football hipster choir that, you know, uh, that, that, that runs Copa 90 that then does stories on them talking about what a great football culture story it is. And, and so on. And then there's this, this natural instinct I have, right? When people praise anything, I, I automatically just become cynical and say, ah, you know, how am I going to fucking poke holes in this and make people miserable? How am I going to, how am I, how am I going to, how am I going to annoy people and make them feel really stupid for having a certain opinion? So this was, you know, about their Jersey because the whole world was unanimous in their support for it. And unfortunately I admit it's a beautiful Jersey. It is because it's Kappa and it's fucking sick, but you know, I also, I also, again, I, I, I got this crazy cynical brain and I see this newly promoted side with these super pretentious marketing executives, uh, you know, pushing it online like it's a fucking Stone Island drop, like it's a Supreme drop or something, you know, going for exclusivity and all the, all the same crap that you get through that hype beast community. Which I've been accused of be of being of being a hype beast. I mean, it's preposterous, completely untrue, completely fabricated, total total fake news, total fake news. Um, and and I don't know. So I I I was having a go with them on Twitter because they were they were publishing the fact that I guess they they were releasing their their first and third kit or some shit on their website, and they were saying you know this time Venetian time, this time in L.A., this time New York, this time Seoul and and and. Tokyo, and I'm like, all right, well, what the fuck is this? Come on, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? What do you think, you guys are fucking palace? This is a collab of some kind, Seoul. So I, I quote tweeted them and said, "Ain't nobody give a shit about your relegation bound ass in Seoul." And to their credit, <laughs> well, to, to the admins' credit, right? It's one guy. It's one guy, right? Who uh, who saw that and decided to have a little fun. He replied under my uh, under my tweet. With a picture of a Korean guy in a Venezia kit holding his little kid's hand in Seoul, um, so 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 one guy in Seoul decided to 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 buy the kit, and I don't know. I mean, it was it was pretty damning. I said, not a single person in Seoul gives a shit about you, and uh, you know, I was proved otherwise. Apparently, right? Um, you know, are they a global brand? Is it Real Madrid where people are fucking watching them in Seoul? No, fuck no, absolutely not. But you know the case was the case was the case was closed obviously people worldwide are buying their stuff so i said okay well fine you know fair play um you know i could take this l but uh, i could milk this and i tried to i said all right guys you know fair play i still think you guys suck though and i still think you guys are going down i will i will get a tattoo 
dedicated to the club if by Christmas you guys are out of the relegation zone. That's how convinced I am that you'll be in the relegation zone. At the time of me saying that, they were already out of the relegation zone. I thought they would fall back into it because I felt they would fall on hard times. I said in exchange, I would like to be guaranteed a one-day contract whereby I could go train with the first team, get flown out to Venice, and go and go in a training session, get you know scored on by Gianluca Buzio and Antonio Vaca Jr. and a bunch of other plugs that have been with them since they were in Serie B last year. And I'll vlog it and I'll have the greatest, you know, I'll have the greatest time ever. I'll get to say that I fucking played in a pro side for a day. And, you know, I get to I, I get to swing my dick around a little bit in the shower and say, hey, you know what? Like the only reason I'm here right now that you guys are fucking bird watching me is because it's because, uh, you know, because you guys suck. Because you guys are in the relegations right now. But then, you know, it would all be in good fun. And I'd, I, I'd give them encouragement. And then we would bury the hatchet. But nope. Nope. They saw it. I mean, I DM'd them. I tagged them. I did what I had to do. The admin saw it anyway. I said, listen, admin. I sent out. I, I, I tagged them in a video. I said, admin, you got to do what you got to do here. You got 12 hours or 24 hours, I think I said, until tomorrow. This time tomorrow. You figure it out. You come back at me and you let me know if it's a deal or not. I didn't hear back, so that's it. I mean, this means war now. This means war. I will never bet on them. I will continually bet against them at every opportunity that I have. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, man. I think a warning shot was fired off because, first of all, they beat Fiorentina the other day, 1-0, which is a huge win for them. I mean, any win for them in City Oz is this big. I mean, let's be honest. This team fucking, this team fucking sucks, all right? Like, on paper, they, they, they should be a garbage team. Granted, they just signed Sergio Romero. Sandbag, their goalkeeper, let's say he knew who they've had for a little while. But, you know, whatever. What are you going to do? You could sign a guy from Manchester United when you're fucking concerned about PR and stuff. It doesn't really matter that they're, you know, that they're probably like a tit-for-tat swap in terms of quality of goalkeeper. But, you know, he's a bigger name. Is he going to make that much of a difference? Fuck no, but is it a good PR play? Yep. So they did it. And uh, he gets a clean sheet in his first game. Made a big save early on in the match as well um, in the first half. And... I don't know. I, I I'm a little worried now because I think they're gonna rally and 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 uh, I don't know. I just I just I just think any time any time I any time I suspect any thing of 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 being a given, right? Any any time. Yeah, we all have that friend, right, bro? It's a lock. It's a lock, bro. I mean, I'm that guy. If I say it's a lock, I mean you gotta run for the fucking hills, you know. Marty Mush, right? Or what's his name? That that guy from a Bronx Tale, something Mush. The guy would turn everything to mush when he would. You know, the, the the guy they turned away and said, "Look away, I want you to stand. I want you to cut, put your put your head in a fucking paper bag or something." When the kid is rolling the dice, playing craps against the wall or something, you know that's me, man. Like whatever I say, do the opposite, man. Run for the hills. I've said that for a long time. In fantasy Premier League, any move I make, and I know everyone feels this way. I know every fucking degenerate gambler feels this way, but I'm sure that if they did some kind of empirical study on me, right? Because I'm different, obviously, right? Because it's me, right? That's, that's how we feel. We always feel that we're different just because it's our own personal experience. Like if, we, if they did an empirical study on me, I think, I think it would be probably statistically significant enough. Uh, the trend that, that whatever I do in Fantasy Premier League, any player that I fucking drop, you should add right away because he's, he's about to have a fucking banger week. So I, sandbag, I try to sandbag Venezia. I try to bury them. What do they do? They come out and win. So uh, listen... They should have taken the bet. They should have backed themselves. They didn't do it. They don't care. Fine. All right. I get it. I'm a small fish. You know? Okay. Cool. That's fine. But I'm going to be pulling very vehemently against them uh, while the rest of the world is saying, look at these guys. Look how beautiful it is. Oh, my God. Small club. Beautiful city. Beautiful kid. Yay. Woo. No. I'm going to be shitting on them. I'm going to be fucking shitting on them incessantly. I'm not going to stop now. But here's the thing. I almost bet on Fiorentina. I almost bet like 100 bucks on them. Because I thought it's a fucking lock. I think that I think there was like three to one odds. I swear to God, it was something crazy like that. It was two or three to one odds. Could have doubled or tripled my money. Felt it was a lock, right? I didn't make the bet, but I was really I, honest to God. I was fucking dead set on it. And he, the only reason I didn't, the only reason I didn't, is because I'm such a terrible gambler. I have such bad luck with gambling. I shouldn't even. I shouldn't even. I don't even know why I bother. Honestly, I don't even know why I fucking. It's not worth the effort. That was one thing that Genaletti always said is I'm a terrible gambler. I think he may he may have that on me. Uh, he may have that on me. There's not much I could say because, look, I'll tell you a story about what happened to me last week. 
all right? This is, again, after I said, fucking, you know, I'm banging, I'm banging the drum. The Venets just suck ass, and they're, 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 they're garbage. They're not going to do dick all. And they go and win a game, get even further out of the relegation zone than they already are. They're now, you know, they're now in 15th place here. We're talking like, we're only talking like a two-point difference, but they've gotten a couple wins. They've gotten a couple wins. And, and, and had they not gotten that win, they would have been firmly in the relegation zone. So, like, they, they, they answered the bell this weekend. I issued them a challenge, and they answered the fucking bell, okay? So, look, the, 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 the bet which I tried to make this week was, look, so I don't gamble ever, okay? I don't. But NHL was starting last week. I was like, fuck it, I'll bet. I'll bet, you know, I'll bet a little bit. I'll put 100 bucks into, like, bet 365. I was able to find a way to fund the account even though my fucking institution doesn't allow gambling. Would you believe that shit? But I found a way, all right? I willed it into existence, and I, I had 100 bucks in the app to gamble in. And, you know, my team had just gone to the Stanley Cup final, right? The Montreal Canadiens in the NHL. I'm a big fan of them, right? I grew up here. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll put 50 bucks on them. They had good odds. They were big underdogs in that first game against Toronto. Or like our bitter rivals. Lost that game. Okay, fine. I'm down to 50 bucks. Now, I don't gamble much, right? So I don't know a lot of the terms and shit. And I don't know the nuances of this app. It uses a different like metric system to what I'm used to. It uses a different like point system. So I'm touching around. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm dabbling around. I'm playing around just to, just to see what's up, just to see what's what. And it's like late night. It's 11 o'clock at night. And there's not a whole lot of action on the East Coast in terms of football at this hour, right? But I see there's a, US, there's a USL game, okay? An American second division game going on. Bear in mind, international break is just finishing, all right? This is some degenerate shit. There's not a whole lot going on. Okay, so LA Galaxy 2 are playing like Sacramento Republic in the, um, the American second division. So I, I play around with it, right? I play around with the options for live betting. <clears throat> There's 10 minutes left in the game. And I see this thing, double chance. I mean, what is this, double chance? Okay, so, all right, so, so one team has to win or another. So I put, you know, LA to win, or if not, then maybe Sacramento wins. And I think I... I, I I don't lose the bet. Some some shit like that. I don't even fucking... I still don't even know what I was betting on. I was just playing around the app. And I set a risk as a joke, right? So I wanted to see, all right, so if I put 50 bucks on this, which is how much I have left in my account, how much can I make? Boom. 60 bucks. And I'm like, oh, okay, 10 bucks clean you can make. You know, in 10 minutes, Jesus Christ, LA Galaxy is up by one goal. They're up 1-0. What would happen if I bet on them? So I'm not... You know, I want to cancel the bet. I'm not going to go through with it, but I just wanted to, you know, again, I just wanted to see. I accidentally lock in the bet. I misclick. And I'm like, well, fuck, I guess I got to ride this out now. And I got to say, I got to say, uh, all right. Uh, I was just in Paris, man. I've never really smoked cigarettes. I'm not going to lie. The lady and I, we, 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 we bought a pack of Marlboros, okay, to enjoy, you know, in the city of love. I think cigarettes are less addicting than gambling. I fucking mean that, all right? Because, I mean, if you want to really test this, you got to just bet on some degenerate shit that you would never normally give a fuck about and then watch it, knowing that you have something riding on it. I mean, I was I was more into this, the last 10 minutes of this U.S. second division game than I've ever been. Than I, than I have been watching U of A anyway for the last year. Honest to God. It's like this weird, it's just this trigger, right? You start to care. You have real... Stake in the game, not just emotional stake, but re, you know you. Have, in, in in this case, in this case, I had also set a boundary on the Bet365 app so that I can't deposit money for the next like thirty days. Because so I'm like, fuck it, we'll see how far this hundred bucks can take me. You know, I think maybe it'll last me a whole year. <laughs> I think maybe it'll last me the whole season. Now this is the same very night. I'm down, like back up against the wall, up on the ropes, man. Okay, last fifty bucks. Last 10 minutes of the game. Literally, as I placed the bet by accident on LA Galaxy to win with a double chance that Sacramento win, meaning that there has to be a winner. It can't be a draw. Sacramento scores. Ties it 1-1. Literally three seconds. I shit you not. Three, four seconds after the bet gets locked in. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I guess I got to watch this game. So I fire it up on YouTube. I find the stream. And I'm losing my mind, man. And I think like with the last kick of the game, both teams are going back and forth. I just need one of them to score to win the bet here. And uh, last kick of the game, a free kick. I think it's L.A. I mean, it's a beautiful free kick from like 30 yards out. Going into the top corner, the goalkeeper just makes a miraculous save. One-hander. A world, a worldy, a world-class save. And I'm just devastated. Boom. Down the pisser. 
down the pistol like that. But wait, there's there's redemption. Okay, get this. So they matched my bet. There was like a promotion option where they matched my hundred dollar deposit. So I had another hundred bucks to gamble with. And here's how much of an idiot I am. <laughs> I think I realized like two days later that I had this option. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just. You know this. You know this was. It was actually Monday Night Football the other night. I bet on the Buffalo Bills, who were like four and one, I think, and who looked like totally unbeatable. And the last play of the game, on like fourth and one, they totally fucked it up. And their QB on a QB sneak slipped. I mean, they were going for a touchdown with like twenty seconds left. They turned the ball over, and, and that was it. That was it. Mango's team. He was livid. He was livid at me. He was livid at me because he thought I jinxed him. So and I and I probably did because again anything I touch turns to shit. I can never gamble again. I mean like it, like like if I listen if Venezia had followed through on the bet I would have had to get the Venezia tattoo. Now here's what's fucked up. I was giving up way more than they were. I mean what's it to them to fly some idiot out for fucking training, signing me to a one day contract? Who, who wants a Venezia tattoo, man? What the fuck? I'd have been I'd have been ruined. I'd have had to get a whole tattoo sleeve over it. You know I'd have had to get it in a strategic area so that you know it can get covered up and. Uh, like that would have been a nightmare. A nightmare. Who wants a Venezia tattoo, man? They're gonna be in City of Chi in five years. Come on, man. I would have, and I would have had to bear that to the world, until or unless I would have got it covered up, which I would have done. But that would have been a big hassle in and of itself, you know. Uh, you know, and I probably would have wound up on Lad Bible or something. So you know, whatever. You know, their loss. Their loss. They could have seen me get humiliated, man. Uh, you know. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to be a bitter old man, just, you know, yelling at a cloud now, yelling at the Venezia cloud overhead for the rest of this year. But I'll tell you what, though, despite being a little bit liberal in my bets that I might make on gambling apps or with other people, one thing that I don't fucking bet on, one thing that I don't play around with, one thing that I don't gamble with is my nutsack, all right? And that leads us to our new sponsor. What? Yeah, yeah, I know. We got an ad read, everybody. We got an ad read incoming, all right? Before you skip it, I want you to fucking give me a little pat on the back. Yeah, we secured an ad read. We did. And it's from old Manscaped. Of course, it's fucking Manscaped because they're not everywhere. They're not everywhere. You fucking turn your head already. You turn on your TV, there's Manscaped. You listen to your favorite podcast, there's Manscaped. You go to YouTube, who's fucking targeting you? It's Manscaped. You come here, you think, all right, this guy's so small time. He's uncorruptible. No, I'm corruptible. I'm fucking corruptible, especially when it's with a company that I actually use, that I've been using for a while. Because I'm not going to lie to you guys, recently, like in the last year, their marketing actually worked on me, and I decided to bite the bullet and buy one of their products for myself, check it out, see what it was all about, and I fucking loved it. So I was really excited when they reached out with the offer for my listeners. So I already love the company, right? I already like their products and shit. I already liked the older stuff, which was available like last year before it evolved, uh, before they sent me their latest Lawnmower 4.0, which is just incredible. It's fucking revolutionary and it's, it's nicely evolved uh, from the older models that they've had. But I was already using them. I was using them for a little while. I used them on my junk. I used them on my chest. I used them on my whole body for a good year now already. And I've really enjoyed their fucking products. So again, I bought the lawnmower, which is that clipper that you'll see online. It came with the crop preserver. It came with that deodorant that they've got for your nuts, which actually smells fucking bomb. It was probably my favorite part of the whole pack. Even came with a free pair of underwear, which by the way, probably the closest pair of underwear that I've ever worn to Lululemons, man. Great for working out in and shit. If you want to hit those deep squats and shit, their underwear is actually unreal. Comfy, stretchy as hell. And a pair is included for free in their perfect package 4.0, which is by far their best deal on the website. It's the best bang for your buck, bar none. And that was just me rambling about the products. That wasn't even the ad read. Uh, why don't we get into the ad read itself, as I'm contractually obligated to. All right, guys, listen up. Support for the podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped continues to offer precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They recently launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. That's right, the 4.0. Uh, so again, the one that I bought like last year was the 2.0. They have they have like evolved two species from that point. The engine is a little bit more reliable, and the product is even longer lasting. So join over two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. You'll get 20% off the entire website and free worldwide shipping with the code CALCHOPOD. That's CALCHOPOD, 
all one word, at manscaped.com. Now, I got to say again, so I've been using them for a little while, but I was blown away by how much better the Lawnmower 4.0 is. It really is that next level craftsmanship, and I love using it in the shower on my chest if I want to get that nice Euro look. It's not only for your nuts, although it is great that you can use it on your balls freely without worrying about nicking it. Take it from me. Uh, a lot of you guys know I am actually a barber on the side. I kind of cut hair as a side gig, fell into it by accident. I've alluded to it before, but the point is I know clippers, all right? Um, and typically what you'll get when you buy something at the fucking store, like the shit that you use on your beard, is it's got, if it's a good clipper, it's got a much faster motor and it's got like a T-blade that gets much closer to the skin. You don't want to use that shit on your nuts. You want to get really close, but with enough guard that it won't that it won't fucking nip it, right? That's happened to all of us. In fact, it happens all the goddamn time. It happens on the base of your cock. This doesn't happen with Manscaped. If you go real slowly and do it properly, it gets super close for a perfect shave. And it's it's awesome, man. You want to get up in the gooch as well. Whatever you're into, you got to go all the way into the butt crack. You could do that. It doesn't fucking prick. Uh, it doesn't prick anything. You know, do what you got to do. That's what I do, man. I go clean all the way, man. I go clean all the fucking way because, mom, stop listening to the podcast. Turn it off right now. Turn it off right now if you're a family member of mine. Listen, I mean, if someone's got their fucking face down there, it's it, 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 they see everything, right? They see everything. So you need something that's going to be able to do the job from top to bottom, if you know what I'm saying, right? When you wipe your butt, you go from front to back, right? You want to get the full fucking, full fucking wipe. By the way, if you have a clean butthole, not only do you not get swamp ass, but wiping your ass when you take a shit is so much more satisfying. And I find it is only possible to do it the proper way with Manscaped. So again, I encourage you all to check out their website, manscaped.com. You'll get 20% off plus free shipping with my code CALCHOPOD. Again, that is code CALCHOPOD to get 20% off plus free shipping on the entire manscaped.com website. Check them out ASAP, baby. We're, uh, we're trying to get the kid paid, okay? I need you guys to all fucking help me out here. I need you guys to all go blow this up. Buy anything on the site, anything you want. Uh, and again, I can't recommend them highly enough. I understand there are a lot of products out there that do the same thing, but I like them. I really do. And the fact is they're built for the sort of shit that they advertise. So that's why I like them in particular. That's why I entrust them. And I personally can tell you that I've been using them for a long time. All right, I know I'm a piece of shit, but I have enough integrity that I can put my seal of approval on stuff that I actually like, and I'm doing that right now, all right? So, guys, CalchulPod is the code, 20% off on the website. You get free shipping as well. Manscaped, CalchulPod, 20% off. Blow it the fuck up. Let's go. So, unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Um, man, let's, uh, let's talk a little Champions League, man. First off, actually, you know what? Quick, Quickie, Nations League... Just on another note, um, that was a that was a really good game that Italy played last week against Belgium. I gotta say, Barella's goal was beautiful. Uh, you know, Belgium got the one goal late on Donnarumma with the with the five hole open ball grazed his nuts. You know, that was that was a little bit tough to watch. I'm not gonna lie, not because it was a bad goal to let in. Um, it wasn't, but because because you know. It looked fucking painful as hell. I mean, it literally grazed the guy's nutsack. Poor guy. But no, you know, that's that's a big win for ranking. Those are the games that, you know, we lost years ago, which is why we, we, we didn't qualify for the World Cup ultimately, indirectly, right? It led to us being seated with Spain and shit. So it's good, you know, it's good to see us uh, still beating still beating uh, top sides. And, you know, maybe that Spain game is just a little bit of a blip, right? And just everything that, that went, that could have gone wrong did go wrong and, yeah, I know. I I don't see why we shouldn't be confident going into the uh, Switzerland game. But listen, on a funny note, man. So France won the whole thing. I was in France when France won the Nations League. You guys might recall, if you're a long-time listener, two years ago, I was in Lisbon with uh, with Mango, friend of the pod Mango, who um, was on exchange there. Dude, I was there when Portugal won the Nations League. And I bought a copy of Ujogo the next day. And, I, and, you know, after they won the trophy, and I did the same thing this year. I was like, you know what? We'll, we'll try to uphold this tradition. I bought a copy of L'Equipe. You know, I use it to wipe my ass with, but I still bought it nonetheless. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind, of a, kind of a weird fucking coincidence. I don't know. And, and, and if Italy, you know, if Italy had made the final and I had gone to watch the game, then that would have been, you know, assuming we had won the tournament, then I would have, again, still been in the country of the winning nation at the time of the victory, which is, uh, I don't know, just a weird, weird, odd coincidence. 
which I guess, which I get, isn't that funny nor nor, nor interesting. But I felt it <laughs> felt it was worth felt it was worth sharing. Um, Matt. Okay, so so let's just talk about Milan real quick. Um, they they I don't oh, hmm. how do I put this like. Rafael came out today and said that the Champions League is a different animal. And to his credit, by the way, he's, he's looked excellent this year. He had a very good game against Verona the other day. Uh, was responsible for the uh, goal to pull them back into it, get it to 2-1. And the equalizing goal uh, to get it to 2-2. Um, big up to Rafael for sure for how he's played this year. But he, he, made a, he made a good point, which is that the Champions League is a very different beast. They lost to Porto 1-0. Today, man, and, and you know they're missing a couple of key guys, but it's still, it's still, you know, it's still a first team that that they played. They still had Calabria play, and they still had Chiar and 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 you know Tonali and Benacer and Giroud. So, man, they're sitting on zero points through three games. It's done for them. It's over. And, and I, mean, I don't know. I mean, a lot of Milanese will say, ah, you know, fuck it. You know what I mean? The team's young. We're back in the competition. We're doing well in City. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But, like, come on, man. Put up a fight. Wouldn't it be nice to beat one fucking side? Zero points. Zero points. It's preposterous. You know what I mean? But, you know, hey, hey, that first game against Liverpool was a real, you know, uh, I was. Uh, we really showed them, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I... I <laughs> I mean, they're dead. It's over. There's no. There's basically no chance that they make it out now. I mean, it would be take a. It would take a fucking miracle for them to make it out of that group. But just, just, just the limp attempt is pretty shocking, man. I don't know. I don't really have much to add other than the fact that yeah, they're fucking unlucky as hell with their injuries and shit. But like, what, 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 what? what? I don't know. Do 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 Milanisti accept it? I'm not sure, but. Let's be honest. Like the level of injuries that they have, man, is, it does make no, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. It's kind of like Roma just having all those like knee issues. You wonder if there's like some kind of common denominator. You wonder if there's a reason why so many Milan players get hurt. It doesn't make any fucking sense. But you know, on the bright side for Mike Magna, he's got a little extended break now. He he can go uh, get some new veneers uh, in his time off. Ten bucks says he comes back, bro. I li- I lose every bet anyway. But ten bucks says, ten bucks says he comes back with uh with his teeth fixed. He's gonna get like Invisalign or something. His teeth are gonna be straight as fuck. You know what I mean? It's only a matter of time. There's no way that guy. I'm calling it now. There's no way that guy retire. And not that there's anything wrong with having crooked teeth, but there's no way that guy makes it out alive. Or th- there's no way that that gap makes it out alive. There's no way that he goes a full. How old is he now? Twenty five. There's no way that he goes another ten years without getting that thing fixed. I I almost promise you. It's just one of those things, man. Where like, it's just one of those things. It's, it's like, it's like, listen, the, these footballer wives, who, who they often meet young. Eventually, they, you know, they're in the wives' lounge, and you know, they, they they see these fucking they see these fucking foxes, right? These like these like proper like listen. This is like when they're maybe twenty one, twenty two years old, right? They're dating one of the younger guys on the team. They're they're just dating, right? They're like sweethearts from when they were kids. You know, he tells her she's perfect all the time. Then he starts to make big bucks, right? And she fucking enters this room with these fucking experienced foxes, like Wanda Nara. You know what I mean? These just the these conniving fucking these conniving women. Like, like these are wife. This is wife number two. You know what I mean? Like these are supermodels, like who 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 they left the original, who they left the original girl for, right? In a lot of cases, you know. Uh, so whatever. Or just a bit, you know, oftentimes maybe it's a baby mama that just, that just, you know, lies about being on the pill, gets pregnant really early, and then they just wind up having a kid with them, and then the guy kind of wind up gets stuck, and they're all, you know, they all got fake lips and shit, and eventually, you know, even though he tells her she's perfect, she's like, yeah, right, I, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to follow through with this, you know, a little silicone, let's go, Let's get the fun bags nice and, you know, let's get them relegation, regulation size, I should say. Not relegation size, regulation size. And then what winds up almost always happening is they they, they, they stop they, they, they stop realizing that, you know, their lips look big when they get those lip injections. And they just always go bigger until they wind up looking like, I don't know, until they wind up looking like a fucking chimpanzee or something. I don't know. <laughs> Just a chimp with, you know, when they get the fucking chimp lips, you know what I mean? 
just I don't know so many so many girls so many girls I saw that a lot in Mykonos too man just these lip injections that are just way out of control because they just keep going and going and going and going and going. You got to set boundaries for yourself, man. That's why that's why when I put 100 bucks in bed 365, I set the 30-day limit where I can't put a cent in. I'm locked out. You got to find a way to lock yourself out. You got to put up barriers for yourself, man. You know, you can't eat cookies if you don't buy shit at the grocery store, but if there's cookies in the pantry, you're going to eat the cookies. You know what I'm saying? You you got to find a way. You got to find a way to fucking put up a barrier of some kind. I don't know how you would do that when it comes to lip injections, I guess. But maybe like, I don't know, maybe a daily reminder. Like, hey, bitch, don't do it. <laughs> or just, just just like tell your friend that T equals zero when you go in for the first lip injection. All right, listen, I'm doing this once. All right. If it's a success and I look all right, that's that's what we're going for every single goddamn time. And if I fucking forget about that, you got to slap some sense into me. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, speaking of Milan, speaking of the city of Milan, speaking of Wanda Nara and Wags, what the fuck is going on there with Mauro Icardi? I gotta say, I got I almost I respect the hell out of Mauro Icardi. I really do. Not because not because he, he he wrecked a marriage, stole a wife, and then cheated on her allegedly, allegedly, right, this week. But uh because he's been like he's he's like I mean this is classic deny, 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 deny. <laughs> you know he's denying everything, man. He's denying all allegations and shit. Even in private. You know what I mean? Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. That's some shaggy shit right there. Because you know what he's doing? I mean, he First of all, PSG gave him a couple of days off to get his family matters, you know, in order. After it was, you know, alleged that he cheated on Wanda and she's trying to leave him. And she took off her wedding band and shit and said she's single. And she's sending fucking Nima DMs. <laughs> you know. So what's he doing now? He's fucking, he's fucking posting like nothing's changed. I, I, he's actually going overboard. He's fucking tipping the scale the other way. Like you know, Feliz Dia Mamucha, I think I think it's Mother's Day. It's probably that weird European Mother's Day that you guys have on the other side of the Atlantic. I don't know. It's in May in North America. I think they have a different Mother's Day in uh, the rest of the world. I don't know. Maybe in South America. I don't fucking know. But he wished her like a happy Mother's Day. He's been posting fucking pictures with her all the time, and he's like, oh, you know, I, I it's so painful to hurt people you love. Uh, you know, so he, he's pulling all the punches, man. He's he's going for the public apology. He's going for the public displays of affection. He's going for the everything's fine <laughs> uh, post. Like like you know what I mean? She's posting like you know she's posting the she's posting the black screen with uh, with uh, with with like with like what you know with with like one subtle jab you know um, these indirects. Another marriage that you wrecked because you're a fucking whore or something like that. Just directed at nobody. And another black screen like two days later saying how great it is to be single. And just a picture of her without her wedding ring. You know what I mean? She's going, So she's posting like like a mad woman, like a single woman, right? Who's trying to make her man panic. And, and what's he doing? He's panicking, all right. She's going to stay with him. She's going to get back with him. They have kids together and shit. You know what I mean? It's not over. It's not over until nah. It's not. It's not over until he. It's not over until he leaves her. Let's be honest, right? It'll be over if he decided to leave her for someone else. But she's gonna forgive him if he did anything wrong, because she's opening the door for him too. You see, she's making him publicly beg and kind of humiliate himself a little bit in front of her, you know, in front of the world. I should say, you know, kind of kneel down before her, and you know, that's it. Then he's gonna take her to the Maldives very soon, and he's gonna fuck her. Uh, many times, and he's gonna apologize, and he's gonna claim he's a changed man, Maru Icardi, who stole her from his mentor uh, many years ago. And then you know what's gonna happen, right? When he's you know rich and forty five, and she's you know fifty fifty two, you know she 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 got a couple years on him, right? That's the thing, you know. Eventually, I don't know. Eventually, yeah, she's gonna age quicker than he will, right? not saying you can't be hot into your you know into your 50s and 60s i mean there are a lot of there are, there, are, there are a lot of foxy you know I, I i i can see i can see my lady aging really well you know it's a reason why i'm with her so yeah, i'm playing the long game man i'm playing the long game you know what i mean and every, listen every young guy loves loves older women but you know the, the, the beauty of it is when you age with someone is you'll eventually get to experience what it's like to be with an older woman you know what i mean you'll just be you know experiencing someone your own age but you know still an older woman you'll know you'll still be able to compare and shit 
But uh, yeah, I, so, 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 so I don't know. I just think I just think when you're Maru Ikardi, here's the thing: when you're a scumbag, first of all, he's a man, you know, and men men are you know men are dogs. But he's also he's also a scumbag, right? Like he, like he's I think he, I think it's fair to say he's shown he's shown a uh, he's shown a pretty acute uh, inability to resist urges <laughs> so far, right? So when it goes the other way, you can expect the same thing. One thing, one takeaway I have from this is I saw pictures that like Wanda was posting and shit, and I think some of her kids had Milan jerseys on, which which is what got me thinking about her to begin with. Um, I don't know. Isn't it funny how how many kids like to be contrarians and shit? Like apparently like Bonucci's got a couple of Torino supporting sons. It's wild. It's wild. You know what I mean? I I know a buddy whose mom's from Manchester and who grew up supporting Man United, and he supports Man City since he was a kid. And you know what's really fucking ironic is his grandfather, her mother, his mom's, uh, excuse me, um, her father, his mom's father, was a Man City fan. Like, born in the 40s, he grew up watching Man City, you know, in the 30s or 40s and fucking 50s. And and yeah, he, he just, you know, he, he was a diehard citizen. And his daughter was a contrarian, said, fuck you, dad, I'm going to support Man United. And her son said, fuck you, I'm going to support Man City. And it's just, you know, this is weird instinct that kids have. Um, but yeah, man, Interbeach Sheriff... Uh, yesterday in the uh, in the Champions League, and uh, you know it's it's I guess it's a better result than uh, you know than we might have otherwise thought two months ago. I mean, might you might have thought it was a formality, but motherfucker, the, these guys beat Real Madrid and they beat Shakhtar Donetsk, and that's big. That's really big because now I mean, listen, Madrid and Inter have to gang up on these guys now in order for Inter to have any chance of moving on. Um, but the race is on. This is a really interesting group because if Sheriff can beat one of these teams again, if Sheriff can beat one of Inter. Or Real Madrid in the return leg. I mean, that would be that would be absolutely massive. They're probably guaranteed. They're almost they're, they're almost guaranteed to be going through. I would say at that point. Um, let's see. Uh, that's that's one that's really interesting. But uh, like, I mean, we're not even going to talk about Juve in too much depth here. I mean, it was a fucking snooze fest against Zenit, and one nil is is a good result, I guess, in Russia. And they're you know perfect through three games, and they're looking pretty good right now. It would take a hell of a lot for them not to qualify from the group. Um, but I don't know, like, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty clear. I mean, you got, you got, you've, you've kind of got, you've got, Juve who've been perfect. You've been, you've got Milan who've been dog shit, who've been the polar opposite in the Champions League. Then you've got Inter who are kind of fighting for a spot. And then you've got Atalanta who are also not guaranteed a spot, but who are doing a little bit better than Inter, right? Who, who've kind of set themselves up in a much, you know, in, 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 in a, in, in a much more positive light. But I gotta say, today's game against Man United has me a little nervous for them because they lost, they lost three to two. All right, a couple of hours ago at the time of recording, and oh man, they, they they scored too early. It was too much, too soon. And you see this all the time in like, you see this all the time in like the two-legged affairs in the knockout round. Like, one team will just, you know, score two fucking goals in the first half of the first leg. And you think, oh, my God, this is amazing. You know what I mean? We just scored two away goals. This is incredible. We got to sit back on our heels now. And what happens then is, well, you get broken down eventually, right? That's what happened. That's what happened with Atalanta, man. It's too goddamn bad because for them to have gone to Man United, even just to, for them to have gone to Old Trafford and gotten a draw, a result, it would have been so huge for morale. It would have been so huge for, for, for you know, for, for 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 the fans, I mean, that would have been something that would have lived on forever. That would have been a legend that lived on forever. But most importantly, they would have been first in the group. Uh, they're now second, two points behind Man United and tied on points with Villarreal. And the race is on in that one now. And you know that's that's a bit of a ball buster. That's to come back from that to be up two nil at Man United in Manchester and to think that you're gonna win only to get sued at the end, like in the last ten minutes is is I don't know. You hope it's not going to be too demoralizing for them because I think it's fair to say like nobody dislikes Atalanta. It's impossible to, you know what I mean? And even cynical old me, because they're quiet about it because they because they actually, you know, they actually they're actually a little more humble and they actually you know they they actually invest in proper fucking players, uh, and have a really you know have a really good business model. Not not you know, not not like fucking Venezia who. Who just sell sex, right? They're selling. They're selling. They're selling the dream, man. Atalanta are. They're not selling shit. They're just. They're just living the dream, right? So I mean, that's. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a real fucking ballbuster. There's not much else to say there, man. There, 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 there really isn't. But 
Look, um, Serie A, Serie A. Holy shit! I mean, look, uh, that 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 Inter result against Sheriff. I mean, again, I know it's not one that you would have expected much else from on paper, but the reason that's big for them is because. I mean, yeah, it keeps them alive in the Champions League group, and they've typically, historically anyway, the last couple of years, not done very well in qualifying out of the group, and they've really struggled too. But, I mean, it's also big. That's a big a big moral win for them, man, because that loss to Lazio was, was I mean, that was a very emotionally charged affair. Holy shit, did you, did you, did you, did you guys see this, man? So, uh, Lazio beat Inter 3-1. Ciro Immobile actually had a very good game in this one. Um he did, he did, he did what Chiro does well. He he scored a penalty, and he missed a chance clear on goal that led to a goal for a teammate. It's kind of like what I'm used to seeing from him with La Nazionale. So, um, by the way, if you haven't seen Chiro Immobile's penalty to equalize against Inter the other day, uh, watch it because it's one of the more satisfying penalties uh, you'll see probably this year. Like. It's one of those ones that just, he put his laces right into it, so it didn't touch the ground, it just, you know, hit the back of the goal, and then sprung right back out like a slingshot, it was incredible, um, but yeah, I mean, listen, Inter totally defensively broke down on that second play, but, you know, you could kind of attribute, you could maybe attribute it to the fact that they had no left back, because Federico Di Marco, um, fell to the ground and was was injured and Lazio did the 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 you know they they, they did the thing you do when you <laughs> they they did the thing you do when it's a really tight game that you're trying to win uh, at home with your fans cheering you on and you have a and you have a counter attack right they uh they played on they kept on playing and you know Immobile Immobile wound up getting a shot off which was saved and Felipe Anderson put in the rebound. I got to say, Denzel Dumfries was so quick to react negatively. Like, actually, <laughs> like, I was actually shocked. He, 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 it's, it's like he was mad. It's like he was mad during the play, during the counterattack. They were all yelling at them, like, hey, stop, motherfuckers, instead of focusing on defending. So that when the goal was scored, he didn't even have to process it. Dumfries just, Denzel Dumfries just went right up to Felipe Anderson and fucking grabbed him by the neck. <laughs> And shook him. Uh, by the way, Denzel Dumfries actually—he he looks like a human pug. Got, got a little bit of a smushed face. He does. You know, what I mean, he's got a great name, but I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm—I'm I'm not saying I'm a fucking stud. But you know, regardless, I mean, it doesn't make. I mean, not, I'm not impervious to to what I see. I mean, you, you're gonna look at the guy and tell me he doesn't look like he's got a little bit of like a Shih Tzu face or like a pug face. A little bit smushed. It's also when he's mad, too, when he kind of wrinkles his nose up a little bit. He wrinkles up his eyebrows. Like, in that still image I saw of him with his face all wrinkled up, like grabbing Felipe Anderson's neck while Felipe Anderson laughs in his face. Big pug vibes. Uh, so, yeah, big win for Lazio. Now, conversely, Roma, who lost to uh, to Juve, who, who, to their credit, have looked a lot better. I don't know what Max Allegri has done to Mattia De Ciglio, but he's been crossing the ball really fucking well, and he's kept Lorenzo Pellegrini, uh, Luca Pellegrini, excuse me, out of the team. When you probably thought that he was gonna, you know, wind up being the the, the backup to Alexandro this year, but no, Decilio's playing on his off, you know, on his wrong side as a left, you know, on his off wing as a as a left back, and he still looks terrible. He still, I mean, he still looks awkward as fuck when he runs. His haircut still sucks, but but he's been delivering a couple of good crosses, man, and he did so on uh, on that Moiskin goal, which wasn't really a Moiskin goal, but I mean, it was because it touched him last. You know, fucking fucking give it to him. I don't care, you know. Give it to the Italian kid who I want to see have his confidence built up. But, uh, I mean, it, look, you, you have gotten a lot of clean sheets lately, man. And I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that I'm happy with the results for the results football first. Simply because whenever we went without that, I don't know, whenever we went against that in the past couple of years, we saw it didn't necessarily work. And when we, when we got a little bored of Allegri, as Juventini two years ago, I mean, you know, I think it was us just kind of taking him for granted because we missed him for two years, and now that it's back, I'm not going to complain. Until we start blowing 1-0 leads, there's no need to panic. 
um, a, a, little, a, little, a, little, a little controversy in this game uh, because of a penalty that was awarded to uh, Roma because Tammy Abraham scored a goal and they were saying it should have been allowed to play on. But no, I mean, if you look at the play more closely, apparently, I actually didn't notice this until like it was pointed out to me later. But like Mikitarian handles the ball. Uh, so the goal, the goal that Abraham scored would have got called back. And Vertu missed the penalty. I, sh- I should say Chesney saved it, which is big for him. I mean, it was great for him to have a a, a big moment. That's kind of like the equivalent of having a game-winning goal, you know? I mean, a match-winning save in a clean sheet. He's gotten a couple now together. You know, he was able to celebrate Soto La Curva. It's great to see. I mean, he's had a really tough year, and you know, a, to date anyway. And you'd hope that he can kind of just get his confidence back a little bit. It's like Austin Powers, you know what I mean? That was him the first two day, the first like fucking two weeks of the season, you know. Oh, I lost my mojo. Um, so I think he's gained it back, which is great. Um, but look, like Jose Mourinho has lost two big games now. I mean, the two biggest games of the year. I mean, yeah, they've beaten they've beaten pretty much everyone they're supposed to. But I mean, losing the derby to Lazio and losing to Juve. I, I mean, you're allowed to you still you're allowed to lose to Juve, but. If you're Jose Mourinho, you want to beat Juve, man. If you want to be a top four fucking side, you want to beat the big teams. They haven't played Napoli yet. They have not played Inter yet. You know, there's a lot more to come from them. We'll see how serious they are, man. You know, we'll, we'll see if they could take some points off of big sides, which they haven't really done this year yet. We shall see. We shall see. Um, I have this note here. What the fuck is this? Mauro. Oh, Mauro Icardi. God, I'm so stupid. Jesus Christ. Why do I do that? Why do I torture myself? Why didn't I just put Icardi? Who the fuck is Mauro? But yeah, yo, speaking of Roma and speaking of Lazio, like, isn't it nuts how the Olimpico always looks empty? (laughs) They're up to 75% capacity, and the Olimpico is still, like, fucking half full. Like, the... and, And here's what's nuts. When you watch them on TV, when you watch their matches on TV, Roma, Lazio, whatever... You hear noise and it sounds it sounds raucous, right? It sounds like it's it sounds like a very it sounds like a great place to play, and when you're there, it's it, it, I can attest to the fact it's loud and impressive. But when you watch it on TV, it looks like nobody's goddamn there. It looks like they're celebrating with nobody. Like if you look at the if you look at the replay of like Milinkovic Savic's goal against Inter, and he's like sliding on his knees. I mean, it looks like he's sliding in front of an empty fucking bunch of stands. It's hilarious, and it's it's incomprehensible. I don't know what it is like. This is the stadiums are so poorly built that nobody wants to sit in some of the seats. I don't know. I don't know. Just thought I'd point that out. Like, like just, just the, the, I got nothing witty to say about it other than that. It's just something, it's just something I something I noticed that I thought was worth pointing out. I can't be the only one that finds it weird. Um, yo, before I forget, by the way, uh, shout out to uh, to Timoteo of the uh, Juventus Club of Westchester, uh, New York. I've been chatting with him a little bit on Instagram, and I think, um, you know, I, I owe him an apology. I said I would give him a shout-out after the Napoli game uh, a few weeks ago, the Juve-Napoli game, uh, which he predicted that Juve would win. Unfortunately, we did not. But, I, uh, you know, I, I, I said I would give him a shout-out, and I didn't. I totally forgot. And to his credit, he predicted a one-goal Juve win uh, this weekend. So credit where it's due. He was, uh, he was right. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, shout out, man, shout out to the, uh, to the Juventini in, uh, fucking Westchester, New York, who listen to the podcast. I will, uh, I will say, I, I think we're going to be playing Neapolitan music for a very, very long time. Um, uh, because Napoli, Napoli, I mean, I don't know how much longer this can go on. How many wins did the Roma get together at the start of the 2013-14 season? Did they get to 10 wins in a row? Like 10 wins from 10 in the opening games before Juve beat them. I think Napoli are like hot on... I don't know how many wins Roma got to that year, but Napoli feel like they can't be that far behind. I mean, they they, they look unbeatable. Fucking, you know, scored 20 goals, only allowed, a, you know, only allowed, only allowed, Jesus Christ, three goals all year? Holy hell. That's incredible. It's insane. Juve fucking allowed 10. Bro, Jesus Christ. We have the fucking, you know, European Championship winning center back pairing and Matthias De Ligt, who we got for 70 million. Napoli, wow, wow. I don't know. I think we're going to be playing Neapolitan music for a very long time. I don't know what else there is to say about it, man. Eked out a 1-0 win uh, over the weekend. 
I mean, look, Salernitana did win a game a couple of weeks ago. So they lost to the weekend, but they won just before the international break now. So right now, the whole Neapolitan music thing is entirely riding on Napoli. So we'll uh, we'll see how much longer this lasts. We, uh, we'll see. Who do they have coming up? Let me look real quick. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. They got Roma on the fucking weekend, baby. This is, uh, all right, so this will be three days after, three days after the Europa League in Poland. No, they're at home. Okay. So, no, that's, that's a big one. I mean, this is, this is a huge one because, I mean, if Napoli, if, listen, if Napoli keep the momentum rolling and get nine, nine from nine, I, I don't know. I don't know if Roma's going to be very happy with Mourinho right off the bat. You lose the first big three games of the season. That's tough. It's a really tough look on 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 him. I, I don't know. It kind of goes against everything that you that you'd hope he, he'd espouse. And I mean, we'll see. I mean, they're still they're still ahead of Juve in, in the table right now. I mean, not by much, but right, let's not get too carried away. Um, it's just it's just that I would almost characterize this as a must win for them in order for them to have any real confidence in 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 their ability to make top four for the next few months. And if they don't win this one, I think Roma might have a, they, they, they might go through a couple of weeks here of having to, having to emotionally bounce back, you know, just, just almost trusting themselves a little bit and believing that they could do it. Because if every time you come up against a big fucking team, you lose. I mean, that's, I don't know. That's, that's tough. I, I really look forward to, to looking back on that one next week, man. Plus we've got the Derby d'Italia. So a couple of big matches at the uh, weekend coming right up. Bro, Mario Balotelli, uh, until this past weekend, scored four goals in four games consecutively for Adana Demirspor in the Turkish League. Now, I gotta say, here, here's the thing. I, I could say, like, like, look, Mario Balotelli just sells. He still does. You got people who who still think he's the answer. <laughs> And we're the champions of Europe. We're the best team in Europe. We won the fucking European Championship without a striker. And there's still people fucking clamoring for him, saying he's our best natural number nine. And, and I mean, listen, it's it's not gonna happen. But how many goals would he have to score? Do you think in Turkey for Mancini to call him up? Think about the trouble that he's like. Is he really worth the trouble to like? But just just do the math in your mind here. All right. Like maybe what twenty five City A goals, right? So like let's use the 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 UEFA Golden Boot metric here, right? So if a goal in City A is worth two and he gets twenty five in City A, that's like fifty goals in the European Boot ranking. It's fifty points. I think the Turkish league. I think any goal you score gets. Gets that one and a half multiplier. So if he scores like thirty six, he scores thirty six. That is, that is like, yeah, that's fifty eight goals. No, fifty four goals. That's fifty four goals. I don't know. I I think he's if he dude if he scores thirty five goals in Turkey this year, I think you gotta consider him. Thirty three. No, fine. You don't have to. But thirty five in the league. Which he, let's be honest, I mean, he, he very likely will not get to that many goals. But wouldn't it, wouldn't you all like to see him just get one more chance, just for fun, to see how he would do with, like, the current midfield that we have? Like, what the fuck? Like, we, you know, I, I, get, I get that it probably makes more sense to give, like, Gianluca Scamacca a chance. Uh, you know, but... but I don't know. I just feel like there's some guys that are just doomed. Like 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 Mattia Destro is never gonna get called up again, and he's got like one of the best. He's got he's actually got an incredible goal per minute record in the last year. He's had this weird renaissance. Renaissance. He's had this weird renaissance. He's had this weird renaissance, man. In in the past like year, he's scoring a lot of goals with his head. He's sco- I mean he scores goals with both feet. Uh, I think he actually has the most headed goals in all of the European top five leagues. In the last year, uh, Destro. So, look, let's let's be honest. Like, like on paper, you would think that he may get it. You know, he he maybe do a chance. He's thirty years old. You know what I mean? He's he's playing well for a city outside. Fuck it, but it's not gonna happen because he's you know we're not gonna look to fucking change up the dynamic and shit. There's a reason why 
there's a reason there's a reason why the players that get called up get called up and it feels like in order to get you know given a shot you, you got to be a younger guy and you know i think and i think look Gianluca Scamacca will get that chance he scored two goals for Sassuolo in his first ever start for them and i think um i almost think he makes more sense as a center forward than Raspadori um even though i like Raspadori i i somehow see Scamacca being a little bit more i guess it's more the fact that he's just a pure number 9 you know what i mean we play with one striker so he's a hold-up guy. I like him a lot. We're going to ride him all the way. I mean, what's the fucking difference, right? He's a big, tall, he's a big, tall, fucking lanky guy uh, with tattoos that, you know, is represented by Mino Raiola, I think, right? So so whatever. Scamacca's the guy, I guess, going forward. But but but, but wouldn't it be funny if Balotelli got one more cap for Italy? I don't know if that'll happen. I just want to see him. I just, I just want to see him. I just want to see how it would go. I just want to see how he would do. Frankly, like... I don't know. He he's just he's he's so he's so he's so lovable too. You know what I mean? He just did like like like. This is the antics. You, you you want him on your team. You know what I mean? You want him to you want him to score a goal and then like turn and like air hump, you know, while looking the opposition's manager dead in the eyes. You know what I mean? You you want you want you want him to do something crazy that gets in the media and that kind of gets the other team fired up. You get fired up while seeing, and you know you want. You want him to never change. You want him, you know, a lot of people have been trying to change him, right? And try to get him to mature. Fuck that, man. I want him to never change. I want him to always do stupid shit. And I want Roberto Mancini to be like forever trying to re- reform him. Like some kind of like, some kind of Christian nun. You know what I mean? And like a, like a school for girls. You know, just, just, just fucking reforming people. I mean, that, that, that was what Roberto Mancini was trying to do with Balotelli for like the first half of Balotelli's professional career. Everywhere he went, him and him and Prandelli. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, that won't happen. But man can dream, man. Man can dream. Thirty-five and he gets in. Look, thirty-five goals and he gets in, or we riot. Okay, if he gets over thirty, we we got we we could start to get really fucking goddamn excited. Okay, man, fuck me. We've gone an hour now. I've gone an hour and I haven't talked about any of the other shit, any of the other gripes. You know what? That, think we're gonna call it man we're gonna call it here i just here's a problem man i say i don't have a lot to talk about and then i get to you know i just start my brain starts running man i just start talking and i don't stop i just don't stop talking about football and i say i don't have opinions and then i just do nothing but express opinions but i don't know just i consider this a fair warning all right if you if you listen to the pod all the way through consider it a fair warning that once in a while i may just do a pod that's like 90% random shit and 10% you know 10% culture 90% podcast 10% culture we'll see depends on my mood man it really does i guess you know i hadn't done a pod for for a little while and there was a lot of shit to uh, to to get to just because of the champions league and stuff but but, but eventually it's going to happen where there's not as much to get through and and i will i will just talk about random fucking shit and i hope that's okay um, listeners, I love you all. Uh, get at us on all platforms at Cultural Podcast on Twitter, Instagram. It is at Cultural Podcast. You can like our Facebook page, which is the Cultural Podcast. We are also on TikTok at Cultural Podcast. Manscape baby, twenty percent off the entire site, the entire Manscape site with code Calcio. Um, check them out, man. It's a great fucking product. It's a great company. I love what they're doing with uh, with podcasts and just getting behind creators and shit um i really appreciate it and i've been using their products for a very long fucking time check them out man i really can't encourage them enough and between you and i it helps out the pod quite a bit uh, so anything on the manscape site 20 percent off use that code calcio um and uh yeah get free shipping and 20 percent off on me baby listeners i love you all till next time we'll catch you soon um enjoy this Napoletan beat. What are we going to roll with this week? I don't know. I got to... Fuck, I didn't even think this one through. Normally, I have an idea during the pod or before the pod. I know, like, I have an idea of where we're going to go with this. But as I'm recording this live, I have no clue who we should throw it over to. I mean, the lazy option is to just go with a lot of joy. You know what? No, I know what we're going to do. I know what we're going to do. We'll throw it over to a little Luque, I think. I'll pick I'll pick a Luque track who's an OG from Kosang. Uh, with NTO yeah that's what we'll do listeners I love you all and until next week we'll catch you soon ciao
sfetto il disco di Oasis Cappellino degli Yankees Ti darò quello che chiedi Non dirmi bugie Dimmi solo che mi vedi Con un microfono in mani Una gran folla ai miei piedi Ti darò i miei poteri Ti amerò più di ieri Non dimenticherò mai Tuoi sogni, tuoi desideri Se vogliamo immaginiamo Sarà la Wii Noi che già ci vediamo Parliamo in macchina tutta la notte Parliamo, e parliamo, e parliamo Dei viaggi nei posti nascosti E parliamo, e parliamo